I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Missed field goal, punt, 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 field goal, punt, 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 interception, field goal, punt, 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 safety, fumble, punt, 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 safety, punt, turnover on downs, end of game. It all adds up to a 7-3 Iowa victory in the season opener over the South Dakota State Jackrabbits. Welcome to the Hawkeye Nation Instant Reaction Podcast. My name is Andrew Downs, and uh, I was expecting to have more fun today than I've had so so far. Uh, wow, what a game. It's a win. A win is a win. You're 1-0. Um, you know, that's, that's one of the positive things to take away from this. There, there are a lot of positive things, um, and we'll get into all of that defensively and special teams. Um, <laughs> the crowd had a hell of an impact on this game. Uh, what seven false starts? I think something like that for South Dakota State. They had twelve penalties for sixty-seven yards. Um, I tweeted that, and I believe this: the uh, the Kinnick crowd was more effective in that game than the Iowa offense. They had a bigger impact on that game. Than did the Iowa offense. Um, that was, and that was abysmal. I mean, it was. It's they're just so out of sync. I know there are injuries, um, but how can the offense not do more than that? You got to hope that none of those injuries are long term, and maybe all of those guys are going to be back. Uh, very quickly and but even then it it doesn't that even if all those guys were not injured do you think it would have looked a lot different <clears throat> maybe a little different maybe they don't fumble inside the red zone um it maybe it looked maybe it would look a little different but the, the problem is that quarterback and Spencer Petrus just was out of sync off rhythm uh, whatever you know synonym to that you want to find all day long he could never find it he never found it uh it really felt like before the end of the half even um you had to at least see what Alex Padilla could do or anybody else or anything else I saw people tweeting during the game I mean try a wildcat try something else this is an effective try something else you know, you wonder how down this coaching staff is on Alex Padilla if the, if he doesn't get a chance in that game. And maybe the thought is, hey, we'll get out of here with a win and then we'll hand him the keys on Sunday and get the offense ready for a game against Iowa State with a new quarterback. But I don't think that's happening to you. 
I mean, I don't have, I'm, I'm not watching the post game. I, I turned this on uh, as soon as the game ended, but I have a hard time believing Kirk Ferris is going to say tonight. Yeah, we're, we're going to try something else at quarterback. And you know the <laughs> the thing he's got in his the arrow he has in his quiver is the W. It's the one and O. It wasn't pretty. Uh, it wasn't real fun for most of the time. See, my daughter's crying about it. Uh, she had to watch that, and but it it got a win, and it's just it's baffling that it could be that bad it truly is and that and that there's no change to it it's true i'm baffled that and i know it's you know the the kind of jokey thing as well how could you expect anything different and i i guess that's 100 percent right i i thought with alex padilla's uh playing time a year ago that there was at least some chance they would give him at least a series if, you know, not turn the whole game over to him, but give, give Petrus a chance to sit down and collect himself and give the offense a chance to try something new with somebody new. I just don't see how you keep running him out there. It felt unfair to him at some point. It wasn't like he was going to settle in. Even the, the completions he made didn't look great. There were a few times that, yeah, maybe if you have a, a more experienced wide receiver, or a, a more skilled wide receiver out there like a Keegan Johnson or a Nico Regani, maybe they make a play that one of these other guys wasn't able to make. But there was one receiver who caught a pass for Iowa today. It was Arlen Bruce. He caught five balls. Outside of that, it was LaShawn Williams with two catches, Sam Laporta with two, Luke Lachey with one, and Monty Potterbaum with one. They completed 11 passes and one of the, one wide receiver caught caught a ball today. It's uh it's mind-blowing. The run game wasn't good either. The offensive line wasn't very good. That's a, a big problem and it it has been. Spencer Petrus just has not shown an ability to stand up under pressure, to step up in the pocket, to stand tall and make a throw. Uh, the screen pass that would have gone for a lot of yards, maybe more early in the game in the in the first half, um, was an example of that. He could have stood there. He would have taken a little hit, but he could have delivered that ball and made the play, and he didn't. He wasn't able to, and you know he doesn't feel the pressure or he succumbs to the pressure. He doesn't throw the ball away ever, um, unless... <laughs> Unless he's not being hit. Um, it, it looks like he throws the ball away a lot, but I don't think he's really trying to. I don't wanna I don't wanna make you know, you feel bad for the kid. You do. And I know he's he's a man, he's you know, in his twenties, he's been here for five years, whatever it is, third year starter. But at some point it's it's not on him, it's on the coaches to to not keep running him out there. Um so, uh, yeah, and then, again, the offensive line really struggled uh, in, in a lot of different ways. They were trying a lot of different lineups out there. That's concerning moving forward. We were under the impression that that had been not completely fixed, but at least improved from a year ago. And then the running game, you know, without Gavin Williams, um, LaShawn Williams had 72 yards on 24 carries, uh, yeah, a 10-yard long Arlen Bruce had his one carry for 11 yards 
Um, just ineffective in the running game. And that, that's really concerning, again, against an FCS team who you should be able to kind of push around. It's a really good FCS team. They um, shouldn't have the physicality, the strength, the depth to hang with you all game. First half, maybe. But by the fourth quarter, you should be running over these guys. And we weren't. We were unable to. So offensively, what a terrible game. Let's look at the positive. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. All right, so some of the positives. Um, Obviously, defensively, Iowa looks really, really good again. Now, it it was against an FCS team, but that's an FCS team with a quarterback who uh, was coming off of injury and seemed to, you know, get a little banged up during this game, as did a lot of players, man. They had a lot of guys go down. You hope that they those were all kind of minor injuries, especially to Kraft, their really good tight end. And so that was probably a big part of kind of their offensive woes as well. Because they're they're saying the same thing. I mean, offensively, they um, you know were even worse than, than Iowa, if you can believe that. Um, total yards: Iowa had 166, South Dakota State had 120. So, um, but defensively, Iowa, yeah, I mean, held the team to 120 yards, right? Uh, their Gron- Gronowski quarterback. I always want to say Gronkowski, obviously. Um, Ten completions, 87 yards. Um, they held, let's see, rush yards. They held the 33 rushing yards for South Dakota State, just 87 passing yards. Um, again, they had 12 penalties for 67 yards. And a, a big part of that was the Kinnick Stadium crowd. Just six first downs for South Dakota State. Um, so I, Iowa's defense was, was really, really good. They didn't cause any turnovers, uh, at least not that I remember. I guess forced a fumble maybe, and then the the yeah the forced the fumble is the guy went out of bounds, didn't recover that. But anyway, defensively just looked really really good, looked solid, right? Feel good about that. Feel bad that they have to hold a team to three in an FCS game to secure a win and score four points themselves. Those two safeties were obviously incredible, and obviously they're the difference in the game. <laughs> so the defense outscores the offense and. Um, comes close to pitching a shutout. It's uh, it's the most lopsided relationship. You know, I saw Hall & Oates in concert a few years ago. And it's one thing hearing those songs or seeing the videos. But when you see him in Korea as one guy who's like super talented. Singing all of the songs and, you know, playing some music and all of that. And then there's a dude just kind of playing rhythm guitar. And it's like, how did both, how did these guys get equal billing? How we should find another word for like it shouldn't be the Hawkeye offense. They haven't earned Hawkeye yet. The defense has certainly earned it. And then special teams. I mean, other than the missed field goal, which is not great, and again is pretty concerning as you move forward in the season. See, because I think when we all thought about the season and maybe maybe just the optimistic of us, um, 
when you you know went through the schedule and thought which games you're going to win and lose, you probably thought things like, well, we don't miss field goals, um, you know, all of that kind of stuff. We we have a, a better offensive line. We have a stronger running game. Um, and, you know, we've been told for months that Spencer Petrus is more confident. He's improved. I've gotten back to talking about the offense again. Let's get back to special teams and the guy garnering MVP chance, and that's Torrey Taylor, the punter. Ten punts, 479 yards, 47.9 uh, per punt. He had two touchbacks, but seven of his punts were inside the 20, and a couple of those uh, were inside the five. What a great game for him. Uh, and, you know, huge to have that guy uh, basically save Iowa's offense every time and, and pin the other team back and give the Iowa defense a chance to not just get a stop and not just play well, but to score points and, and ultimately win the game. South Dakota State punted 11 times, believe it or not. 21 punts in this game, uh, as you heard me at the start of this. Um, zero of those were in the 20, inside the 20, but most of that is because uh, – he was punting from his own end zone often. So just a really ugly, ugly game, but you feel good about getting out of there with a win, I guess. Let's look at some of Iowa's uh, kind of team stats. 10 first downs for the Hawkeyes. Four of 17 on third down. One of those was huge late, three minutes or so to go. Um, needed a, It was a third and eight and had a nice run by LaShawn Williams to pick that up and kind of the game away for the most part. Of course, they weren't able to get the next third down, yada, yada, yada. 168 yards for the Hawks, 109 through the air, 59 on the ground. That does uh, take into account some sacks and things. Just two penalties for Iowa, 15 yards of penalties. Um, you know, so clean, clean game as far as that goes. The two turnovers, not great. Spencer Peters can't throw a pick if he's going to play that poorly, right? Like, I mean, if you if you can't complete a ball to our team, you can't complete a ball to their team. That's been one of the things that I've thought has kept Spencer in the good graces of the coaching staff and certainly Kirk Ferentz is he may not be the guy to go out there and, and win you the game necessarily, but most of the time he hasn't been the guy who went out there and lost you the game. He had three picks against Purdue last year, but I think two, at least two of those were late when the game was really, I mean – really out of hand and they were just desperate um the interception today is is inexcusable you can't have a pick in that spot in a game like this again you have to complete the ball to to your team not to their team so that's one of those things where that's why i I really thought there may be a a chance to see alex padilla because things like that um spencer petrus was making the mistake he did throw a bad interception he he was taking sacks he was making the wrong reads Anyway, beating a dead horse, I guess, at this point. Um, Talk just a little bigger picture. There's not a whole lot of bigger picture. Um, And then, you know, an Iowa State team next week that's ready to come into Kinnick and and get a win. And we'll see if uh, if we can pull it off again. So you're one and zero on the season. That's where you want to be. Um, you, you don't feel you feel worse probably about the offense and everything about it than you did even at the end of last year, and so that's a bad place to be. Uh, you hope that some of these guys, Gavin Williams, Keegan Johnson, Nico. Well, you, you don't think Nico Regani would be back. You hope those other guys are. Um, and 
you know, you just move forward. I guess at this point, there's not going to be a change made, so there's no point in you know beating our head against a wall that's never going to to fall. That's never going to change. Um, this is who we are. If they have the uh, willingness to go without, we are a step better. Uh, but this offense is never going to be great, so don't expect that. Hope that this defense truly is good enough to carry you to eight, nine, ten wins. And, you know, you don't make mistakes. You don't get penalized. You have Torrey Taylor punting it to the five-yard line all day. And you hope for the best. Maybe Gavin Williams will be a big difference maker. Maybe this offensive line will will mesh. But you really can't count on any of that, I don't think. I don't, you know, Brian Ferentz isn't going to all of a sudden get much more creative. You see what happened? You got the ball to Arlen Bruce a couple of times. But then you fumble. And it's like, well, see? Then you just fumble the ball. So, it's it's a bad spot to be in. Um, then looking ahead, you know, you have Iowa State on, on Saturday. That's a big, big game. You know you'll be up for it. Uh, Iowa hasn't turned the ball over in that game in like five years. Um, so, yeah, I, you know, I, I don't know what will happen. I think Iowa will probably be favored by a little bit because they're at home. And, um, you know, Iowa State is winning, I think, 30 to 10 or so at halftime up in Ames right now against a really bad SEMO team. So, you know, Iowa State's offense will be pretty good, but you feel good about Iowa's defense uh, countering that. You feel good about Iowa's special teams for the most part. And you just, again, you, you hope you can win 5-3. to three. You hope you can win 5-3. to three. I know Iowa got to 7. It wasn't a touchdown. Um, it was a... It was a Kirk Ferentz touchdown. Two safeties and a field goal. Incredible, man. Incredible. I, uh, yeah, I'm done. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm done. I will be back on Monday with something to talk about. Uh, next week, I'll have the opposition research. Probably talk to my buddy Chris Williams from CycloneFanatic.com, uh, as I've done, I think, the last few years on this feed. We'll have this game covered as much or as little as you want to uh, to talk or read or hear about this game. Uh, it's all at HawkeyeNation.com. And, uh, yeah, hey, want to know, try to forget that. Enjoy your holiday weekend. That's what I'm going to do. I appreciate you listening. And, hey, go Hawks. Hawks.